0: The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance.
1: This is Cat Hawthorne, writer and voice of Echo, on Korra Podcast. Korra is a sci-fi Greek mythology adaptation. Season 1 follows the ladies from the tale of the Golden Fleece as they face down space monsters, reality TV stars, and their own pasts on a mission to recover the fleece. This is a two-part episode comprised of Episode 11, Out of the Acheron, and Episode 12, A Knife in My Hands. Thank you for listening.
0: Hey there! I hope you enjoyed the last story. It's not a huge development or anything, but it felt worth mentioning. Things are only going to get more... Just... I'm not going to lie. They'll be getting a little more of everything from now on. Not being true to life would be a lie, and if people already think that, there's no point in telling stories that aren't true. Not when people say they don't want that. Not when they get upset about what they hear. Oh, sorry. You probably don't need to hear all that. It's not really about you. My parents just... It doesn't matter. Anyways, story time. <clears throat> Sing, O oh, muses, of the altruistic Atalanta and her crew as they at last encounter a friend long forgotten. And in quite the position, too. Muses Great, grant me the ability to sing to you the Hymn of Out of the Acheron.
1: Your attention, please. We are now entering designated quadrant Iota. Two hours until touchdown. It is recommended that a crew member takes up manual controls. Standard nymph model sensors are insufficient in incomplete rings. I'll head on over, take over the captain's chair for a few.
2: Y'all just keep an eye out.
3: Incompletes?
2: Means they're dangerous, sweetheart. Haven't finished forming midway between a sea of junk rocks and real planet rings. Less dense, but wider, more unpredictable. Probably the reason Hades took up shop here.
4: Ah, uh, Be careful up there.
2: I will, I will. I ain't the captain of the archer for nothing. I thought you were... Are you coming?
5: Go on, we'll be fine.
4: I look at Medea and she nods briefly. We may be headed to the den of one of the most dangerous Olympians out there, but we shouldn't need to take that and each other. Medusa deserves to be able to trust us with each other, if nothing else. Don't worry, Medea and I are thick as thieves now.
5: We are thieves.
4: Well, more to my point then. If you say
5: so. Stop pacing, you're making me nervous.
4: What, you weren't already?
5: Does it matter? Should be obvious to you, a great captain.
4: Well, I... uh, Honestly, I just don't think I can. People come here to die. I don't know if Orpheus expected to come back alive. If she even managed to get through these rings in the first place.
5: She flies for a living, I'm sure she's fine.
4: She has to be, and that's when I spy something floating in debris just over her shoulder. It's a… it's an explosion, frozen in time, as if someone went up and pressed the pause button on it. There's debris everywhere, scattered in a sphere. A gravitational field that shouldn't still work, desperately holding it all in place around the... Oh stars, there's a person in there. A small person. The pilot. Curled in the centre of it all. There are small fires from what little oxygen they have left, burning their skin. They clutch something tight against their chest with all the strength they have left. I'm frozen in place. For a moment, all I can do is stare. Medea, turn around, slowly.
5: Um, okay? Oh, stars.
4: I look a little closer, almost against my will. If I squint, I can see the gentle movement of their chest. The subtle shifting as the atmosphere bubble moves in space. She... I can finally recognise her as her face rotates towards the window. She's alive. Tears have frozen on her face, dotting her cheeks with crystals, but... She's breathing. It's the most beautiful bloody disaster I've ever seen.
5: They're... They're... Breathing. How is that even possible?
4: Echo, get Medusa. We need to get Orpheus to Medbay.
1: Affirmative. User Andromeda is on the call. Hold on,
5: you're telling me that that's
1: Hey, uh, y'all. Just got a ping on the radar. The scary ladies
2: you mentioned? Yeah, they're in the asteroid field, and no points for guessing who they are looking for. Those
5: oh,
4: stars! I'll go out and get a suit I need here. Okay.
2: I'll uh, I'll get the tether.
5: You're too far away. State the controls. I'll
3: hold on to her. What's going Is
2: Atalanta about to spacewalk? Yeah, starboard window. Should be the fourth screen from the left, darling.
3: Oh,
5: my stars. Is that- Orpheus, yes. Atalanta, are you ready?
4: Ready as I'll ever be. Echo, prepare the airlock, will
5: you? Affirmative. Good luck. You'll be fine. I've got you.
4: I've never exactly liked spacewalks. The universe is so wide and everything about it wants to kill you, but there's no way to fight if anything happens. No solid ground to land on. But someone's out there, and Orpheus
5: or no.
2: be a lot easier if the Argo had arms. There is
5: a human person who has been hurt.
2: I know, I know, that's just what I'm saying. Not
5: the time. Did
4: you get her yet? I push away a piece of the wreckage to get closer to Orpheus. She's injured, I've no idea how badly, but there are gashes in her skin and ice forming on her clothes. Parts of the cloth are charred from the tiny pockets of flame and oxygen. At least her eye, the one that isn't glass, is protected by the goggles strapped around her head. I clip a tether to her belt, shoving her arm out of place and something floats away from her. It's just a piece of metal, something that ended up wedged between her arms, but... Something in the back of my mind tells me I've made a mistake just letting it go. Oh, come on, she needs help. Forget about it. I push away, beginning to pull Orpheus and myself back into the ship. I have a... coming back now. Okay, I'm coming to
5: join you. Pulling you back in. Put her on the stretcher. How's she looking? Other than the burns and scrapes, she's still breathing, but her oxygen saturation levels are lower than they should be, and she might have hypothermia. But her heartbeat is definitely slow. Her eye responded to the light reception test, so at least her brain's fine. Still responding, anyhow. God, how did she even survive?
1: Analysis. Nymph model cores have the ability to create small, survivable atmospheres in an emergency.
3: So, the ship used her last of her energy to protect her?
1: Her name's Eurydice. I've met her before. By the amount of power used to maintain guest user Orpheus's atmosphere, she has been drifting in space for 30 minutes, 25.8 seconds.
5: Holy. So,
2: we can just go, right? Without heading to Planet 9?
5: I mean, I don't see why not. Not unless there's anything else that we need. No- Stop talking, I need to concentrate.
2: Roger that. I'll be as quiet as that lousy Apollo will be when I get my hands on him. Uh, you won't You won't hear a peep.
3: How did she even end up here? I wonder. Models like this usually have some kind of black box.
4: I didn't see it in the wreckage, but they are removable. For when she'd move from the race to her normal body. Uh, there are some things clipped to her belt. A folding cane, med pack...
3: Oh, here! Echo, if I upload the contents, can you play the last recorded footage?
1: Affirmative. Uplink? Ready. Now playing. Last saved recording.
6: Power on. Stupid Hades. Stupid terms and conditions. He knows the default systems assist of flying as hell. He knows that, and yet. Ugh. Probably thought it was part of the challenge. Bastard. Like taking away basic- Nymph model
7: number 1874 artificial intelligence starting. Please stand by. Welcome to your Nymph model AI. Yes! All right, you ready to see? Error. Registered name settings unavailable under standard Nymph factory settings.
6: Right. Enter new user data.
7: Confirmed. Please state your required username. Orpheus.
6: Thank you. User Orpheus. Nymph, set a course out of the Acheron. Prepare for takeoff.
7: Confirmed. Your requested course has been set. Warning. The Acheron is a zone flagged for forming asteroid rings.
6: Yeah, yeah. Turn on vision field to speak obstacle detection. Sensitivity high, manual controls. Confirmed. Lifting off. Okay, girl, you can do this. This isn't any different than that time we outran Ares' bunch or the Galactic Acrobatics Cup last year. Just a lot more dangerous and a lot more lethal and a lot more. Incoming obstacle detected.
7: Type unidentified space debris. Size. Approximately two meters in diameter, threat level moderate, incoming five o'clock, two seconds. Whoa! it! sustained, minor damage to the main hull on the starboard side. All right, not as bad as it could have been. As well as impact to the first thrusters. Still
6: not as bad as it could have been. Just need to be more careful. Yuri- Nymph, tell me earlier when you sense obstacles in our course, would you? Been some time since I fixed those thrusters. Stars of all the times. These components do not
7: match my original construction.
6: Yeah, that'll be because we got it from some old friends. You, well, Eurydice, liked them. AI was from the Nymph line, too. You guys bonded over it, I think. Very well. I am assessing my internal functions
7: for any other discrepancies, and I have detected an irregular weight
6: in the cargo hold. Oh, Hades didn't take that last round of goods out of the cargo hold? That's unexpected. Incoming obstacles detected.
7: Type. Unidentified space debris. Where? Approaching. 11 o'clock.
6: Ah! Uh, Nymph, are you sure there's no way you can do this faster?
7: Premium voice settings are only available for Chrysos level members. If you would like to become a Chrysos member, go to the Palace Tech website today to start your free trial.
6: Uh, focus. You're ready to see. Just a, a few. A bit. Some more time before we get out of here. Affirmative.
7: Running diagnostic. I have also located an anomaly in my programming. Anomaly? Affirmative. A modified locator with an extended range far above my usual capacity. As well as a modified auditory alert system. This is highly unusual for a ship of my make. alert. Incoming obstacles detected, type, unidentified space debris, size, approximately three meters in diameter, threat level, moderate to low, incoming 10 o'clock, six seconds. Got it. Would you like me to extract the aforementioned anomaly?
6: That's not an anomaly, Nymph. Eurydice used it to help me navigate. It's light-years faster than the typical systems, and so much better for what I need. Useful for when avoiding feds on a smuggling run, or for giving Ares and his gang of warmongers the slip.
7: I have an obligation to report all criminal activities to the nearest authority. No,
6: don't do that. Oh, whatever. Hades probably has all my files on record anyways. He'll clear it when we get past the belt. Not like what he was using you for had been the most legal anyways. The nearest authorities. So
4: the Harpies aren't after us at all, they're after Obvious. Who's currently lying in our medbay. Great. But Andromeda's already working on turning this thing around and getting us away from here. So there's nothing to do but listen on. Hoping for something that might help her.
7: Dammit sustained. Projectile has grazed. Dammit sustained. Projectile has grazed. Starboard side.
6: What? Where the hell did that come from?
7: Incoming obstacles detected. Number 4. Type unidentified space debris. Size approximately two m. Me- Incoming obstacle detected. Incoming obstacle. Incoming obstacle detected. Type unidentified space debris. Size approximately four meters in diameter. Threat level high. Incoming zero seconds. Damage sustained. Warning. Control access to reserve power banks and second thrusters from the pilot's hatch has been severely limited due to extensive damage. Second thrusters and main hull have also suffered extensive damage. Anything else in our path? Incoming obstacles. Type. Unidentified space debris. Number. Three. Size. Approximately three meters in diameter. Threat level. High. Incoming, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Incoming, 1 second, 12 seconds, 15 seconds. The ship faces critical damage. Taking into account the size of the incoming projectiles, there is a high chance the main body will not survive the collision. And you can't fly
2: us out of the way. Negative. Negative.
7: Doing so would go against the terms and conditions of the agreement
6: signed by user Orpheus. And will I be able to manually maneuver out of the way in time before it hits? Negative. Would you like for me to activate emergency safety protocols? What? Simply
7: press the eject button on your pilot seat. The controllable safety pod will envelop you and you will be ejected from the main body of the ship. Avoiding all damage that might be caused in its destruction. There will be enough remaining power in the safety pod to propel you away from current danger. No harm will come to you, user Orpheus. What? No! Incoming obstacle. Type. Unidentified space degree. Size. Approximately 6 meters in diameter. Threat level. Extremely high.
6: Incoming. 3 o'clock. Incoming. 10 seconds. No, 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 I'm not. I won't do this. I just found you again, see. I'm not losing you, do you hear me? We're almost there, we Obstacle can- Obstacle incoming in 8 seconds.
7: 7 seconds. 6 seconds. Shit! 5 seconds. 4 seconds. Three seconds-
6: Nymph, bring custom Eurydice systems back online! Custom? Eurydice systems? online! in- All stars? We're not dead. Oh, stars, we're not dead.
7: We're not- we're not- we're not- we're not. Oh my god, Orpheus! What? I- what the hell, Orpheus? Where were we?
6: Where are we? I- it's- it's a long- can we get out of here first? Fine. Let's get out of here, so we can talk.
4: Oh.
1: Wow. Oh, Hades, that utter damage sustained on the exterior port hole.
5: Can you please hold the ship steady?
1: I'll try, and
3: it. Oh, and I find that slimy capitalist underworld. Do setup. you want
5: to focus on flying, maybe?
3: Orpheus uh, is stable. For now, just focus on getting us out right. of here. All right. Fine. Seeing the wreck should have prepared me for something like
4: this, but... My heart is in my throat. The deafening whir of Eurydice's engine still ringing in my ears. More than ever, I'm aware of the thrum of the Argos machinery. Layers of metal and wires and... Underneath that all... Echo. Someone lays a hand on my shoulder. I turn to see Medea, a quietly horrified expression on her face, as Andromeda lets out a steady stream of threats in the background.
3: The, uh, tape's still going. Do we... Play it. They're still fine done. We need to know what happened, why they didn't make it.
6: Mm All right. Here goes.
7: Orpheus, what the hell? I why were you flying around unstable planetary rings? No, why were you doing it without me? Why am I restricted to my
6: core? I couldn't do anything, much less tell you. I was- had to save you, Yuri! No, you
7: that's not an answer. I had no
6: choice, those were Hades' terms! That
7: doesn't make
6: any sense! I needed to come back for you! I needed- If all I had to do was take his stupid deal, what? it'd have been worth it. All the consequences were worth it! What deal? He wanted me to navigate the rings and leave the planet... ...without the custom settings... ...or assisted flight. What? Of all the... You were- You were gone, okay? I know we've gotten into sticky situations before, but we always were together, and I had no idea what might have happened to you. You could have been hurt, or... or, I just couldn't leave you wherever you were. So I found backups of the flight assistance code and programmed the system into a new ship because it's nine, Yuri. I had to. That is the most idiotic... He said he'd let you go. It- Why? If you had my basic systems... You didn't need me! No, I did! You're not... You're more important to me than just a ship, a Why? It's, it's not like you couldn't race without me! Sure, I could race without you, but you aren't some program I added to help me fly. You're you! Maybe I could race without you, Yuri, but I couldn't just live without I you. I don't understand!
7: Why did you reactivate me? We were so close, I could have shot the life pod out of there. You could have gotten away. And leave you behind? Yes. If your deal's broken, who knows what Hades is going to- And on that note, why do you think taking that deal was a good idea at all? I can't help you when the factory name settings are turned on. You could have died.
6: But I didn't.
7: And that's just pure luck. You're a good pilot. But navigating the Asheron on your own? You should have let me eject the safety pod
6: before the debris hit. I would have been fine! You wouldn't! If another rock like that hit you, with me inside or not, the main hull would have been blown to bits. It would be a complete system failure, Eurydice. Your core would have been damaged beyond repair. You'd be dead. This was a chance that we could both get out of this alive, and I took it. It was stupid, yes, but I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to apologize for not wanting to lose you. Not ever. You
7: could have gotten another me. There are so many nymph models out there. Some of them from even older tech, exactly
6: like me. I'm replaceable. You are! But they wouldn't be you! I know you, Eurydice. I know how many steps take me from the pilot's hall to the engine room. I know every nut and bolt and girder, every scratch that we never bothered to fix, every dent you told me not to patch. I know every update we've made, every chip in your paint. I know what you sound like when you're happy, when you're sad. I know the thrum of your engines like I know your heartbeat even in a different ship a different form i would still love you another nymph program wouldn't remember the years we have they wouldn't know our songs they wouldn't know about how i got the scar on my hip or all the other scars that you saved me from getting i could input a thousand lines of code type endless strings of commands and they still wouldn't understand why I sleep next to your core just to feel you there with me or the nights I don't sleep at all and just stay up talking to you you're not flesh and bone but you're just as irreplaceable as I am Yuri just as much a living not breathing person as I am No other nymph program could take your place, not in a million light-years. They wouldn't know me like I know you. They wouldn't love me like you do, Eurydice. They wouldn't be you at all.
7: I... Oh, Orpheus. I'm... mad at you for risking your life like that.
6: I'm not exactly pleased about it myself. We'll work on it. Mm-hmm. I'm holding you to that. Mm-hmm. But you know why I came for you, right? You're worth the danger, you know that?
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. You are? I. <laughs> you would have done the same if it was me in there. Alright. We'll work on it. Yeah. Yeah. And Yuri? Yeah. I love you. Love you too. I guess Hades knows the deal's off. So, what happens now? The fine print on Hades's contracts usually sets indenture for life as punishment for whoever doesn't fulfill the terms of the deal. <sighs> and I didn't fulfill the terms. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess we have not-so-gainful employment now? It's a steady job, at least. No! You don't know what it's... Orpheus... Listen, whatever
7: you think nine is, it's worse. I was there for months. It's cramped and noisy and dirty. There's always a fight somewhere and everyone has this blank, vacant look in their eyes like all the life's just gone out of them. It's bleak and awful and you'd hate it or fear
6: it'd break you. Would he let us fly? Huh? Hades, do you think he'll let us fly? I'm a pilot, a damn good one too, especially when I'm not following some useless regulations. There's no use binding me to a contract if he doesn't want my skills, is there?
7: No, uh, no,
6: I suppose not. Then that's enough. He's going to want to make full use of my flying, and whether he likes it or not, that means you at my side. As long as we're together, that's enough for me. But you don't have to. I'll make Hades swear he won't change anything. Like hell I'm putting you on factory settings again. But if you don't want to Orpheus. you're not bound to the contract. It's just me. I can tell him to
7: Morpheus Yeah?
6: I'm fine. As long as you are I'm fine. Oh. Oh. Well, then. That's all I need. You're see
7: what- I'm powering down, Orpheus. It's been a long couple of days. Hades didn't bother filling up my fuel tanks when he handed me over, and that last dash might as well have drained them. My sensors are going into overdrive, and... and I missed you. It's easier to focus on you when I'm not picking up on every chunk of
6: debris on the periphery. Aww, you really love me, don't you? I do. I really do. And I'll never stop being surprised at that. Can you open up the core? (sighs) Ah. Can I sleep here? Until we get back to Pluto? I'm not sure what Hades will be having me do, but it's probably nothing good. Of course, love. I'll hail Hades
7: for a team to clear the way back. (sighs) I'm not in any
1: fit
6: state to fly through that again. And if I have my way, you don't need to. We're sticking together now, no matter what. Together? Yeah, love. Together. You're gonna see wait, I think I hear ah! Hades!
7: Anyone, please! We need help! We're on the edge of the asheron and we've been critically hit! go My Orpheus! She's not moving! There's debris everywhere and my senses are cut off. I don't know what's happening. Please, someone help!
3: Oh. Wow.
5: Stars, that was... what was that?
1: Analyzing audio. An Alpha-class Hephaestus Industries bomb. A what?
4: I'm only half paying attention, still in shock from the suddenness of that explosion. Well, that's not exactly true. Hearing Orpheus and Eurydice... Be able to feel how much they love each other, even through a recording. (sighs) That's what shocked me. The fact that I recognise some of it in me. A pale shadow of that care and comfort, and most of all, that desperate, constant need for somebody else to just be okay. It reminds me of her, and I realize that I really think I could. I...
3: I could find myself loving her. Eurydice! Oh, stars. Where is Eurydice's core?
5: You mean you didn't get it?
4: I didn't see it in a wreckage! They must have floated away from each... Oh. What? What's Oh. I think it might have fallen out of Orpheus's arms when I rescued
5: her. And if her consciousness were restricted to that core... Then... What was that? Oh, thank the stars we got the
2: hell out of there when we did, right?
0: What do you mean? The
2: harpies have swarmed the crash site. I can have Echo show you, but it looks real nasty out there right now. Uh, At least we saved Orpheus, right?
4: That would have been bad. So, what'd you learn? So, normally, I wouldn't think about a decision like this. I'm a hero, I fight monsters, throwing myself into danger is what I do. But this is dangerous, and risking myself would put everyone in this ship at risk. And it would be dangerous for me, which is something I'm supposed to be working on. The logical thing to do to mark your Odyssey down as a casualty. We hardly know her. Orpheus is the one with the information we need. But then I think of Ariadne. Of Daphne, and Phineas, and Asclepius. Medusa. Medea. Hell, all of us here all the people who got pulled one over by the bloody olympians and their despicable corporations we couldn't save any of them or fix the damage that had already been done right here though right now we have a chance to save one person however small that chance is we've got the ability to prevent another person's story from becoming a tragedy I... I know it's crazy, and reckless, but-
5: We're going back in for Eurydice.
4: Huh?
5: Eurydice. If there's a chance to save her, I want to take it.
3: What? Eurydice? Oh... I'll prepare to airlock. Alrighty
2: then! One perilous rescue mission coming right up!
4: I'm still numb, but the adrenaline pumping through my body is equal parts fear and pure determination. Like the stars I didn't take off my spacesuit. Don't think I would have been able to put it on before sprinting out of the airlock otherwise. Still, I fumble more than I should with the tether, clumsily clipping it on as a ship rocks with the force of an explosion.
1: No! Damage sustained. Alert. Projectile came from unrecognized hostile. They know we're here. Clearly! Now can someone get on the big gun so we don't die? I'll go.
5: Um, Atalanta, are you sure about this?
4: Yeah, of course I'm sure. We have to save her. We can't let this happen to anyone else.
5: I... yeah, I, I get it. I, I agree. It's just...
4: Uh, yeah?
5: Stay safe, okay? I... I don't want you to get hurt.
4: Natalia. Guns! Now! Right. Ah, uh, ready? Ready. Open the airlock.
0: Intense, but a story needs that tension in order to be successful, right? At least Orpheus is awake now and headed for important things. She might just get chewed out by her wife a bit first. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever really heard you laugh like that. It's nice. <laughs> voice is really pretty. Did you used to sing your daughter to sleep before? Never mind. I don't want to make you sad. I'm sorry. <clears throat> sing, O oh muses, of the ever-changing sorceress Medea, as she and those aboard the Argo inch ever closer to their journey to the Fleece. With Orpheus secure and both love and duty changeable, conflict arises in even the most noble of hearts. Muses great, grant me the ability to sing to you the hymn of a knife in my hands.
4: Atlanta, how's it looking? Well, considering I'm having to fend off a bunch of women with talons, I'm saying it's going pretty well, all things considered.
5: Do you see Eurydice? She's
4: a small core, and the core is pretty damn big. I think that's it up in the distance, if she didn't float away from the rock. Well, I think the fact that the Hoppies are getting pissed at you is a pretty positive sign you're
2: getting close to her. Hey, ain't Medusa supposed to be helping you shoot some of them off?
3: I am trying, thank you very much. He's a hacker of our operation, not the hitter. If Medusa shoots, they
5: risk hitting Atalanta. I think caution is better here.
3: Agreed. Well, I've got to
2: focus on piloting this damn ship, so I'd like to not also have to worry about fending off a bunch of harpies. I get
5: that, but we need to be concerned for Atalanta's safety more than what's easiest for you.
4: Ow! Damn crone. Stars, that'll sting.
5: Is your suit punctured?
4: The suit sealed itself back up just fine. No oxygen loss. I can see Riddicy in the distance. It looks nasty up there. Commander is guarding it like it's a damn egg.
5: Alright, be careful. The last thing I need is for you to suffocate out there.
4: (sighs) Well, suffocation is ranked pretty low on my preferred ways to die list. So I'll try my best, love.
6: Eurydice? Is
5: that Orpheus?
6: Hello? Where am I? Where's my wife?
5: Orpheus, freshly awake from one of the nastiest wrecks I've ever seen someone survive, has somehow come crashing out of her death sleep in the medbay and into the hall, desperately searching for something or someone to ground her. Eurydice! I know I need to help her. I just don't know how. Especially not when the one thing she needs is something I cannot give her. Her love, safe and secure in her hands. The most I can do is make sure the comms stay off so she can be better reassured that Eurydice is safe. Orpheus, please pause and try to calm yourself. You're going to re-injure yourself much worse if you keep What's running around What's going on? Like
6: this. What happened to my ship? Who are you? I know I know your voice, but I don't know from where. Listen, What's going on? Where's my I wife? Know, I, I need, need her. Need Our ship? Where's my ship? What happened to my ship? What happened to Listen, her? Where am I? Eurydice? You're on the Argo
5: right now. Eurydice is... I bite my tongue. Eurydice is in the capable hands of Atalanta, or about to be, and I trust Atalanta with everything I've got, but I don't quite know. The thought of that rescue mission puts a lump in my throat, and the fact that I can't hear her updates or see her from outside of the small hallway window, it's driving me mad. I want nothing more than to know she's okay. (sighs) Eurydice will be fine. We're on the Argo?
6: That ship was supposed to be scrapped ages ago. Why wasn't it? How did you get a hold of it? Just, Orpheus, I... You sound so familiar. Why do you sound so familiar? It's Medea. What are you doing here? Was killing Jason not enough? Do you have to steal his ship too? What are you doing here? Why did you take me here? Where's Eurydice? What did you do with her witch?
5: The names Orpheus throws at me, the way her distrust spiked immediately upon hearing my name. It hurts. I don't know what else I was expecting, but the fear makes her more aggressive, less willing to see me as anything other than a threat, and a much more dangerous patient. Which? Maybe. Killer? Yes, but I am first and foremost a healer, Orpheus. You needed healing.
6: How did you find me? Why are you on the Argo? Where is Eurydice? The stars! The crash! It should have killed me. I, I should be dead. I should. Eurydice, she.
5: What's going on? We were searching for you. That's when we saw the wreck. Atalanta pulled you out.
6: And Eurydice. Ah!
5: Hello?
4: Hello? I'm on my way back. I think. Hey! Ow! Watch it! Damn harpies!
1: Stars! My suit! Ugh! Emergency Atmosphere Bubble works at least. User Medea. Signs indicate a heart rate above normal and heightened anxiety. In order to provide adequate care to user Orpheus, it is recommended you be of sound mind and body- I'm
5: fine Echo, just... uh, Eurydice isn't here, okay? If
6: you saved me, and not Eurydice, you wasted your time! The wreck might as well have killed me- Let me
5: finish! Oh, Eurydice isn't on the ship right now. She Atalanta went back out to rescue her.
6: Back out near the wreck? Hades probably sent those harpies after us. My ship's probably crawling with them at this point.
1: Stars, they'll probably kill her. User Medea. Signs indicate the beginnings of an anxiety attack. Would you like proper accommodation?
5: I'm fine, Echo. I I just need Atalanta to come back in one piece with Eurydice, of course. And, as if I called her, in walks Atalanta, panting and wincing with every step, but alive. Her suit is torn in several places, blood staining the slashed fabric. A tiny core sits in her hands tenderly, and she falls to her knees heaving.
0: Atalanta! Oh, bloody
4: harpies! I've... The core you to see.
5: Here. Yeah. Where is she? Orpheus clutches that core so desperately to her chest, as if it ever leaving her hands again would be the end of everything.
6: Eurydice! Stars, it's her! It's really
5: her! Orpheus, you should follow us. I I want to check up on your wounds too.
6: In in a bit. I, I need some time alone. Just to hold her.
5: Normally, I would fight Orpheus on this a lot more. But with her desperation and a woozy and a bleeding Atalanta hanging off my shoulder, my time and energy is best devoted elsewhere. Careful, love. Oh, but.
4: Abby's really got to me. Don't want to ruin that dress of yours. Looks expensive. Nice color. Hate to get it bloody. It'll be fine. Just
5: let me take care of you.
4: You're always doing that, aren't you? Taking care of me.
5: It's my job, you fool. Let me take off your suit.
4: Buy me dinner first. These
5: wounds are deep, Atalanta. But I won. That's that's the important part. Lie back down. Let me disinfect these. I give her a drink for the pain. Not as strong as I'd like, but it'll suffice. I start disinfecting each of her cuts and scratches with care. I know it still hurts. I'll get you something to squeeze, if that makes it better. That worse. Stay still, you'll aggravate your injury. I'm good at that. You hate me for it. I do not hate you. You just certainly cost the most in terms of medical upkeep. Always have, actually. I was always patching you up when we were younger, too. You were always in the med bay with one stupid injury after another. You want to know a secret? You really ought to preserve your energy. Oh god, you've opened that stagnant again! I swear that yeah. will kill me before shush, 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 shush. I you. I'm, I'm
4: going to tell you. Complaining about me in the med bay? You always rolled those pretty eyes, and you had this exhausted smile. It was, it was nice to look at sometimes I'd get a little more roughed up than needed. Just so I could talk to you. On to get to know you. I'm glad we're so close now.
5: I'm not sure if it's the blood loss or the medication that has made her like this. Getting her to stay still to bandage up her cuts proves difficult and getting her to stop talking and playing with my hair in order to save her strength proves impossible. The actual words she's saying... They don't really bother me. Well, that was stupid of you. You could have always just come to the med bay to lend a hand. You wouldn't have been the only one. Or even just to keep me company.
4: Not smart enough to help. Besides, people talk and spread rumours. Addie is crushing on the captain's wife. Risky, risky.
5: <laughs> well, were you? Crushing on the captain's wife, as you put it. Not important. You look nice. And you look like hell. Try to sleep. Let the medicine do its work.
4: Nah, uh, look, look at me first.
5: Then will you try to get some rest?
4: Whatever you say, Doc.
5: Fine. But you know how much I hate eye contact.
4: I know, I know,
5: but it's important. We lock eyes. Eye contact with Atalanta is... strange. Sometimes it's overwhelming enough to make me want to crawl out of my skin. But other times, like this one, it's... easier than I had ever expected it to be. How do you get such golden eyes? Runs in the family, I guess. My grandfather, Helios, um, had eyes like the sun, apparently. Guess it carried on. No,
4: Don't look away just yet.
5: Atalanta's hand moves to my cheek, stroking along my jawline. My heart is pounding through my eardrums. We seem to get closer to each other, slowly closing that gap between us. And I'm thrown backwards from the bed. Stars! God, are you okay? No, oh. Just uh, stay there. Uh, oh. I should check on Orpheus. Just try to get some rest, mm. if you can. We'll be fine.
4: I'll try. Stay safe. I love you.
5: I leave the Med Bay before I allow myself to process what she said. Orpheus, don't worry. It's just Medea again. I need you to come back to Med Bay.
6: Right. Can I take her with me? I can't tell how hurt she is, or if she's even
5: functional. Medusa will be able to take care of her, if you let me take care of you. They're the best of us when it comes to AI. If anybody can help Eurydice, it's her. I- okay. Echo, can you send a message to Medusa to tell her to meet us in the med bay?
1: Affirmative. A message will be sent to user Medusa.
5: Thank you, Echo. What if Medusa can't fix her? What if I lose her for good? I don't think the damage could be that severe if she was able to save you.
6: I can feel how scratched up she is, not to mention the explosion. Damn it, she really could be gone, and then it's just all for nothing.
5: All of this would be for nothing. Listen, Eurydice is a program. Even if the housing is damaged, I mean, how much is casing like that meant to take? I don't know,
3: not much. Stars, I, I can't lose her, I can't. Sorry, I had to wait until we outran the harpies more before I left again. You called? Is it Eurydice?
5: Do you think you'd be able to get her online again? The core seems damaged.
3: How badly? Can I see her? I have her in my hands. Is this Medusa? Wait, in your hands? She uh, is there no backup copy of her anywhere? No server or anything? It'd be too risky. Apollo might have accessed her code, gotten someone to
6: change her or something. makes the race more exciting. No, the only version of her is in here.
3: Well, can you hand her to me so I can see if I can fix her?
6: I don't know.
3: What do you mean by that?
6: I know I should, but I don't know. I, I just can't. I'm scared to death to let her go because then I'll get an answer as to whether or not she can be fixed, and if she can't be fixed, then I'll know, and that would break me. Damn it! I think that would really break
3: me. So hey, I just hey, 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 hey. Shh, shh. listen. I am going to fix Eurydice for you, Orpheus. I don't care if it winds up being impossible or whatever other olympians or forces of the universe I anger by doing it, I am going to do it. She won't die, not if I have anything to say about it. I just need you to hand her to me. Thank you, Arpheus. I'll bring her back to you, I swear it. Thank you.
5: I don't want you leaving the Medbay yet, Just let me check those wounds. And just leave my wife in the hands of someone I don't know? Have you lost your mind? You're of no use to her if you re-injure yourself. Please, just sit down. Medusa will come back when they're finished. But- Don't make me chain you to that bed. I've had enough of dealing with bold adventurers hurting themselves because they refuse to rest. Fine. You really went back for her. We didn't see what other choice there was. We saw how much she meant to you. We had to. I... thank you. Of course. You're taking these injuries quite well. These cuts and burns have to sting, don't they?
6: Oh, they hurt like crazy, but it's pretty par for the course. I've dealt with some pretty nasty stuff on the racetrack. I'm just glad I'm not dead, to be
5: honest. I see the image of the axes flash clear in my brain again, the horrid screech, the panic in Asclepius's voice. My hands are frozen, and the blood on them feels different.
6: Medea? Are you okay? Medea? Is
5: everything good? Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be fine, uh, there's just some unpleasant stuff going on with Apollo and those races.
6: You know who you're talking to. I could have told you that.
5: When... When we were looking for you, we, um... We went there. Uh, Sclopius had been looking into your disappearance. <laughs>
6: of course, that big brain of theirs would like a mystery. Um... I should check in with them once I oh, get somewhere safer.
5: At the race... They... They crashed. A uh, big swinging axe, um... Took them and another racer, Ion, out, um... They're dead. Oh. I'm sorry.
6: I... Um... I'll be good, no worries. (laughs) Stars, it's my fault, isn't it? Anyone looking too far into a disappearance Olympus Corps would rather cover up as a liability. That rat, Apollo... Stars, he probably orchestrated that whole race hoping they would get killed. I mean, he has all of our behavior analyzed to the point where he could probably make a little robot Orpheus that do exactly what I would do. He knew! He knew! I... Damn it! I wish I could have told them to just let it go! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it!
5: I'm, I'm sorry.
6: It's, it's better that you told me about Asclepius. Stars, it feels like I'm losing everyone, aren't I?
5: I just... I don't want to lose Eurydice. She's in the best hands she could possibly be in. Right. You're totally
6: right. It's just... scary.
5: Um, I would offer a comforting hand on your shoulder, but uh, I'm otherwise occupied bandaging you up. Besides, I don't think a slightly bloody hand is exactly reassuring. I think I see the shadow of a smile creep onto Orpheus's face... And she gives out an exhale of breath that could charitably be interpreted as a small chuckle. The longer she allows me to reapply her bandages, the more she seems to calm down.
6: It's a stupid thing, love. I'm a mess with worry. It's hard when the person
5: you love is hurt.
6: It is. There are far too many risks in it, and it's all just so messy.
5: If it's any consolation, your love life can't be any messier than mine.
6: I'll give you that one, Miss Slayer of Heroes. Eh, It's still pretty stressful on my end, and I don't even get into the more physical aspects of
5: it. I can imagine that might be difficult with an AI spaceship.
6: Eh, there are ways to make it work, believe me. I've just never really been into that kind of thing.
5: I I do remember that from our days on the Argo.
6: I hardly expected you to remember me at all, actually let alone tiny details.
5: You'd be surprised how much I remember. About everyone. Admittedly, it was nice to have other women on the ship. Even if you were much roadier than I'd prefer.
6: Oh, come on. You liked my singing. I did
5: not. Who told you that? Jason let it slip. Well, Jason was a liar. I just found your voice the most tolerable out of everybody else who was there.
6: The Argo never really did seem like your style.
5: It wasn't... I prefer to spend my days without quite as many men peacocking around to prove themselves as heroes.
6: I don't blame you. So, how'd you wind up on this ship again? How did this wind up being a ship again?
5: Atalanta, actually. My guess is she stole it from the scrapyard. Uh, It was still functional, so she just... took it. Still trying to prove herself as a hero? Apparently so.
6: So, the four of you are just... traveling? Hero work. Hero work also never seemed like your style. You're
5: really doing it. Not by choice, originally. She snatched me from my bed to get me here.
6: Of course. What's a grand adventure without a little light kidnapping?
5: (laughs) She's certainly uh, enthusiastic. I'll give her that.
6: So, what's the hero work that made her go to you of all people to help her?
5: We're looking for the fleece. It's why we sought you out. Andromeda told us you might have information on where it could have gone. Stars.
6: That's what you're after? No wonder you're so worried about getting yourselves killed. That's a death wish. I know, but we've done it once before, haven't we? With a much larger team, I'll remind you. And not unscratched, we lost a few good men on that quest. And at least one
5: this time around. I know, I know, I just... can you help us or not? (laughs)
6: I'm not going to follow you guys on this suicide mission. I've got a big enough bounty on my head without pissing off Apollo even more.
5: You don't have to follow us. Just tell me what you know. I can tell you what I know.
6: For the love of everything, please be careful. I've dealt with enough loss and near loss to last a good few lifetimes recently. Okay. So... Jason and I used to be pretty good friends. I mean, I was probably the first person he really asked to join his Argonauts. So, after we were all through with the Argo, we still kept in touch. Figured, hey, a few years on a ship with no breaks from each other wasn't quite enough. Let's spend more time together. So, we hung out, drank enough to really give our livers a run for their money and just had fun. We'd swap stories about whatever adventures or hero
5: stuff we'd so gotten into. He was into. with you when he'd come home absolutely sloshed and singing.
6: A good amount of the time, probably. Sorry about that. Mm. He'd drunkenly ramble about you all the time in the beginning, and I'd talk about whoever I was flirting with that week, well, before I met Eurydice.
5: He talked about me?
6: At first, yeah. And then he sprang this whole leaving the wife for Krusa thing and expected me to congratulate him. I thought he was such a jerk. I told him. I said, Jason, you're kind of an ass for this one, and we got into this huge fight over it, Stopped hanging out after that, and then he... Well, you know.
5: He was an ass for it. What did he say about the fleece?
6: Right. Anyway, one of those nights where we were drinking and swapping tales, he told me, drunk off his mind, that he had hidden the fleece somewhere where Apollo would never find it. If Jason was right, the fleece is stowed away on an asteroid somewhere near Colchis. Colchis... (whistles)
3: <whistles> Orpheus, Is Medusa again? Um, do you want to come with me to see Eurydice? I'm getting some decent progress on her, but I want to solidify some of these details with you. As, as long as Medea gives you the okay to leave the medical ward.
6: How's she looking? Will you be able to save her? Can I talk to her yet?
3: I'm pretty optimistic. I haven't restored her fully, but I think it will be best with you, dear.
5: Medea? Go see your wife. You're all bandaged up, just be careful not to strain yourself.
6: Thank you. Oh, I can't thank you guys enough.
5: Follow me. With just me and the still unconscious Atalanta in the room now, I'm left with my thoughts. It's near Colchis. I'm going back. I don't know what happens after it's in our hands. I... I feel more comfortable on this ship than I ever thought I'd be. And there's an an ache, as I think more and more about it all ending soon. Atalanta starts to stir, though it appears she's still asleep. That gentle ache persists, though sharper than before. Atalanta, how are you feeling?
4: Uh, like I just got living taillights kicked out of me by a pack of harpies. But, all in all, I've been worse. Is everything okay with Orpheus and Eurydice?
5: Seems like it. Medusa is optimistic about their progress.
4: That's nice. It's nice to know this one seems like it'll have a good ending. A real one, this time.
5: Yeah, it does.
4: What's going on?
5: Atalanta gently reaches out to touch my arm, stroking it slowly with her thumb. I can hear my heart pounding in my ears in a way it hasn't before, and that ache reminds me of its presence once more. I'm just thinking, I guess.
4: What about love?
5: Happy endings. It becomes hard to believe in those after a while. Orpheus still has to run from Hades.
4: She won't have to run alone.
5: Will it be forever? Do you think? Just a lifetime of running?
4: I can't say for sure. I guess we'll have to take all of Olympus Corp down to free you.
5: (laughs) You have such big ideas. It's dangerous work. I mean, Olympus Corp, they're huge.
4: What's life without a little danger, Medea? Surely if you've learned anything from our travels, it's that the danger will all be worth it in the end.
5: Atalanta, as usual. Disregards my medical advice and hugs me. I hate to say it, but I need it. I focus on the sensation of her embrace. The pleasant pressure of her grip. The way she smells, the rise and fall of her chest as she breathes. Her body is always... warm. It's comforting, but it makes that dread worsen and my stomach twist. What happens after all of this is over? I mean, it's so close now.
4: We keep running. Try to keep Olympus Corp off our tails. Star's know they won't be too happy.
5: I'm so tired of running and hating.
4: Hey, hey. Look at me. We'll snatch a fleece in a glorious victory, and all this will be over. What happens after that, it's up to you. We can go back to Cersei's, go into hiding for a bit in one place if you don't want to run.
5: And if your heroics are called upon?
4: We can figure out what to do together. I won't leave, and I won't go back on my word. Promise.
5: You really mean it, don't you?
4: I want to be by your side, Medea. You're my co-captain, after all. It'll work out for us.
5: Orpheus told me where Jason said the fleece was. He uh, hid it on an asteroid, just outside Colchis.
4: Well, why didn't you start with that? This is great, and um, so close to our next stop, I mean, we have to go back to Colchis to give it back anyway.
5: What do you mean, give it back? Have you been talking to my brother?
4: I mean, yeah, he's part of the reason I was sent after the bloody thing. He's got all these great ideas, and I really think it'll Atalanta help...
5: Atalanta continues speaking, but I can't process a single word, she says. All I can think of is... Home. I ran away from there years ago, the fleece in one hand and Jason's hand intertwined with the other. My brother hated me back then, and there's no reason to think he's changed. I don't trust the royal family of Colchis and their plans for their utopia. I ran from that selfish vision all those years ago, and now... Now Atalanta, the one person in the whole galaxy who I thought I could truly, finally trust is going to destroy everything I sacrificed for its sake. We, um, we should probably check to see how Medusa is doing with Eurydice. Shall we? Be careful walking.
4: Yeah, yeah, I know.
5: When we get to the lounge, the first thing I notice is Orpheus her leg bouncing erratically as she sits
3: and wringing her hands non-stop. Is she ready? I think just about. I can't guarantee she'll be in perfect condition because of everything, but she'll be alive. I can deal with that. I just need her.
6: Or-Or-Orpheus? Eurydice! Stars, it's you! It's really you! you absolute fool <laughs> you're pissed at me aren't you i get it that you're angry you should be angry
7: I. in that crash i was so scared and worried about what would happen to you i didn't want the last conversation we had to be a fight fi- fight i didn't want to die and have you thinking i was
6: upset with you no 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 we didn't die though thanks to you you're always saving me aren't you
7: i i i want i want, want i want to keep you safe i'm glad i could do that for you i'm sorry
6: sorry for what my love i have put us in so much danger you turned
7: back on the deal because we need each other i know now i forgive you i forgave you the moment i realized realized what that you did all of this just because you loved me i couldn't stay mad at you for that. Not in a million years.
6: I love you.
2: I love you too. Um, Well, ain't that the sweetest thing you've ever seen?
5: Uh, Uh, it... it is. It's a beautiful moment. The kind people want to bottle and preserve on a shelf so that its beauty can last for ages. I want to love the way that Eurydice loves. With forgiveness and a lack of anger. But Atalanta's betrayal burns in me the same way that Jason's did. There is no forgiveness in the way I feel. There are... grudges. Maybe this is how I'm meant to love. A knife in my hands, always ready to plunge into my lover's back. So be it. If the world, if my loves, as they call themselves, want to deal me a nasty hand, I'm left with no other choice than to fight back against it all.
6: I... I can't believe I have her back. Thank you. For saving me, for saving us.
3: Of course. I wouldn't settle for anything else.
2: I'm Medusa, the best. Orpheus Orpheus, Orpheus. Orpheus, Orpheus, Orpheus. I have so much to catch you up on. Are you ready? You ready? Okay. So, Andromeda. All,
6: Andromeda, you were being so quiet, I almost <gasps> forgot you were there. What? You see guys, the main way I identify whether or not Andromeda is in the room is by the fact that she's physically incapable of shutting up. Oh, very fun rat right, comedian,
2: you are right, rat comedian. That I am. Well, I am exhausted. And I better hear a thank you for outrunning all them harpies.
6: Yeah, yeah.
4: (laughs) Thank you, There we go. Why don't the three of you go catch up somewhere else on the ship? I need to talk to Medea and Medusa about our plans going forward. Alright, so. Orpheus told Medea where Jason stashed a fleece. Oh, that's great! It's near Colchis. Which makes things easy. Once we secure the fleece, we're taking it plant-side and delivering it to King Absurtus. My brother. Exactly. I mostly want to check in with you about this. I know going back there might be kind of hard for you. Hmm. If it's any help, it's not like you're going alone. Whatever happens, we'll be here for you. I'll be here for you. Why are we giving the fleece to Absurtus? He was telling me all about it when I accepted the mission. He's got these really great ideas about distributing all of its medical resources galaxy-wide, starting with his home planet. I mean, this is work that could improve the lives of
3: billions. I mean, if these resources are distributed for free, then that would ruin Apollo. I mean, at least his control over healthcare? It'd take away a lot of power from the Olympians. Exactly!
5: I don't know how to tell her how mistaken she is. If she'd told me this a few weeks ago, I'd have called her a gullible fool. But I know now she's not that stupid. All that heroic outlaw business just to line some royal's pockets. Absurdist told you that? I
4: mean, he said a bunch more super complicated stuff about medicine and how he would plan to get people this treatment for free, but that was the basic gist of it.
1: I don't remember the conversation word for word exactly, obviously. The exact text of the signed agreement between Absurdus of Colchis and Atalanta reads, I, Atalanta, will procure the fleece for the Colchian royal family. I will surrender said asset and all copies of such to the family. I consent to the control and distribution of the asset's resources and products in Colchis and throughout the galaxy by the family, described to me as free and accessible.
5: And you signed that! And he has- (laughs) Described to you as he's a liar, Atalanta. It's a signed contract. He's obligated
4: to follow it. Just because you've got some old family beef doesn't mean that I don't know what
5: I'm doing. You can't. I. Right. Just my own biases against him, I suppose. I can't find the words to argue with her right now. The fact that this entire time she's been working with him behind my back. I won't go back on my word, she told me. As if the betrayal hadn't started from before she even took me from Circe. As if her doting on my eyes and her hands in my hair could obscure the fact that she's damning the very people she thinks she's going to help. What are we going to do once you
3: give him the fleece?
4: I don't know. I... I want us to stay together. We've got a nice little crew ship, don't we? The four of us. Five, if Andromeda wants to come along. Just a little family saving the galaxy. What are your thoughts, Medea?
5: I don't want to leave you all.
4: That's why I'm saying we could all stay. No need to miss anything or anyone.
5: There's that part that wants nothing more than to not turn my back on her that cares about what I've established here, that keeps thinking about that moment between us, even through all of the hurt and the rage. Oh, get over yourself, Medea. I want to betray her if it means people will stay safe. But I want other things as well. I want that family, that future, the feeling of strong arms wrapped around me. I want love without consequences.
3: I'd like us to stay together.
5: Yeah, it'd be nice.
4: Great! Come on, bring it in, you guys!
5: It's a sweet vignette. The three of us wrapped in a hug with Echo playing a happy tune to convey her joy.
4: You're really okay with this? You trust me, yeah, love?
5: For the first time in my life, I managed to look someone dead in the eyes and lie through my teeth. Yes. It's going to break my
0: heart to see it all blown to bits. Cora Podcast is created and produced by Trenchco and Co-Productions. This episode of Cora Podcast featured Kit McNeil's Medea, MQ Quinnan as Atlanta, Kat Hawthorne as Echo, Clary Jung as Medusa, Satsti D. Stefano as Andromeda, Becca Marin Anderson as Orpheus, Abilasha P. as Eurydice, and Hyun Lee as the Tailspinner. Cora's music and sound design is done by the Cora team. This episode is written by Ray Bailey and the Cora crew. To find out more about all the wonderful people whose work goes into making this show possible, check out the show notes below. Do you want to support Cora? Tell your friends about us or post about us on social media with hashtag CoraPodcast. This podcast is made with no budget and lots of love by a group of friends, and so your support truly means a lot to us. You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at CoraPodcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you for the next verse of our epic.